0: Good evening everyone, welcome to the podcast Heavenly Places I'm your host Jameer Long here with uh, Dorothy Thank you everyone for joining us this evening I'd like to open up this evening uh, a prayer Um, Father we thank you for your goodness, grace and mercy We thank you for your salvation, we thank you for your words I mean your written word, we thank you for your promises in it, Father I pray that you would strengthen your people, Father Encourage your people to the lesson that we talk about this evening, Father Help us to get a better understanding of who you are Um, And revelation, Father Uh, We lift up ourselves, the listeners Our nation and other nations during this time, Father Lord We pray for your direction let us be guided and leaded whenever your Holy Spirit speaks to us. Um in the path you the path you desire for us to go to go to go through or to or footsteps we desire us to walk. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, everyone. This evening we're talking about um, the sovereignty of God and prayer, the sovereignty of God. And what does that have to do with prayer? Um, there's a uh, com- common teaching. There's it so many things I can go to or roads to tonight, but I'm trying not to, to go down all the roads because I got so many notes for this evening. But um, it's a teaching of, uh, the, well, it's main. there's two main teachings. One of them is Calvinism, and one of them is... Uh, Arminianism, which I'm really not going to really focus on, but basically, Calvinism teaches basically um, that God is in control of everything, and and really nothing happens outside of Him. Even something as small as tying the shoelace, that God, the, the God, the God, the God is uh, kind of supervising that. Arminianism is almost and if I'm pronouncing it right, it's, all, it's kind of sort of on the opposite side of the, of the uh, spectrum where it's more of a free will where we have more control. Like, for example, Calvinism, they believe that um, whoever was saved, they always was going to be saved. Uh, the, God, the God selected certain people to be saved. But Arminianism believes that uh, salvation is for everyone. Um and that we, as people, individual people, we decide if we're going to be saved or not. Um, so those are, like, the two, the two spectrums, two, like, two of the main beliefs about the sovereign sovereignty of God. Just, like, just I just say that as a, a little backdrop. What I really want to do is focus on the prayer part, because I have people or friends that I know that are leaning more towards the Calvinist side, and it's, and I got to thinking and wondering, um, maybe a lot of people, they, they tend to believe that, but if everything is going to happen already how it should happen, then I guess our prayers really don't mean nothing. If, if God is already going to do what he said he was going to do, will it make actually a difference if I pray or not? So, for example, what, um, if uh, whoever is going to be the president and uh, – United States of America if God has already ordained that Why should I pray For a certain individual A certain party to be represented In the United States government You know so Calvin, Calvinist people would say Well it's already set in stone or whatever But then you have other people Well you we know we have we have to pray to make sure The, the one who God wants to be in there and We have something <laughs> Our prayers have something to do With what's going on with that Um and me, myself, uh, I wouldn't say that I was in any of those categories, but I will say that I believe that, uh, and I want to give you some examples throughout Scripture um, as far as prayer and if it is changing God's mind or not or if it's causing him to move in a different direction. Um And I don't believe prayer actually ever, in a sense, I I don't believe it actually ever changes his mind. I believe prayer does change it in us, but I believe it it helps us come see things from a different point of view where maybe God wants us always to see it. But I believe sometimes, yeah, sometimes God may change certain situations and circumstances, and uh, he uses prayer to that way, which I'll give you some of those examples. (coughs) Um. But again, this is a very, very, very complicated question, complicated issues, and some some things, you know, we probably will not come to a complete understanding. I believe until we we get to heaven and He can show show us clearly, because He might be actually trying to show us now clearly, but we being in the flesh and our limited minds, our limited way of thinking, even though He's telling us, but we can't get it through our minds to understand it on either either side of it, you know. Or even if you're in the middle still, we don't completely understand it. But he wants us to understand. Um, but one of the scriptures, first scriptures I want to share with you is uh, Psalms. And I have a whole lot of scriptures. I probably won't read all of them. Psalms 18, verse 30, it says, As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He, he shields all who take refuge in him. Um, another one is uh, Micah. Ma, I'm sorry, not Micah. Malachi chapter three verse six, where it says, uh, basically, the God He does not change. He does not change. Uh, Hebrews thirteen eight also kind of says the same thing. It says that uh, Jesus Christ is the same. The very popular scripture, or from Maybe not popular but very familiar Jesus Christ is the same Yesterday and today And forever That's Hebrews 13 verse 8 And then we have uh, Another scripture Numbers Numbers 23 verses 19 Through 20 and it says "Balaam spoke this message from the Lord God is not human That he should not lie Not a human being That he should change his mind does God speak and did not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? <laughs> I have received a command to bless. He has blessed, and I cannot change it. So this is what Bell was saying. So this all goes back to the question, um, can we change God's mind, or can we change God's will um, through prayer? And I think uh, when we... But Most of us think about that question We're not really wondering Like oh we can change God Or manipulate God To uh, do something differently But I guess We're wondering if prayer Will change things and will God intervene In a specific situation um, Will he us pray if I'm praying For a mother To be healed or or a family member To be healed from some terminal Disease or will he uh, will he hear us if I'm praying for a shooting to not happen at a at a at a, uh, a school, or if he will or will he help someone to give me some money to to pay the bills before I get kicked out of my house or, or 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 cause me to get some gas when I don't have gas in my car, um. So we're basically wondering if he hears us when we pray and, it, and is it is it worth it really is it worth it. Or is it just basically, is it just kind of like a, we're just kind of spinning our wheels and wasting our time because whatever's going to happen is going to happen anyway? Um, so, again, me, myself, I do believe, and I believe most Christians do believe, that he hears every single prayer that people pray, you know. And some people say, well, God doesn't hear a sinner's prayer. I'm not sure that's the scripture, but I believe he he does hear them because uh, that, that's how they get saved. You got to pray to get saved, and when you're a sinner, you pray, you know. So I know he at least hears that one now. And the other ones, um, actually I had a, a pastor uh, gave his testimony about before he was saved, when he was in the world, and he was uh, not a very good man. He said he actually prayed when he was robbing somebody's house. He was praying to God to help him, the rock, get out, get get out safely. <laughs> you know, from taking, from breaking into someone's house and uh, not getting caught. You know, he was praying that he wouldn't get caught. But in front of the thing, you know, um, the people kind of sometimes they pray some pretty strange and odd things. Now that I don't believe God would like probably answer. I mean, I don't know. Just me. I don't believe he would answer that one. But he he uh, did get out. Got their safety But some other situations happened Where he eventually turned his life over to Christ And he was very powerful He is very powerful Preacher, man of God Um, So uh, with this thing with prayer You know he He aligns our will He aligns our will with, With his Through our time spent with him In prayer I believe that's what is going on with prayer, that he is aligning whatever we want, whatever what, what is in our hearts. And as we spend time with him, then we can come into alignment or some type of agreement with him And through the Holy Spirit. You know, that's a way that we can have direct access. We don't have to go to a middleman. We don't have to go to some angel. We don't have to go to one of the or saints. Like some denominations teaches Like oh okay well you want, why don't you just go ahead and ask Paul or Peter you know if Peter's at the front gate You don't have to go out Your prayer, I'd always go all the way into the heaven Wherever he is No we don't have to go through any middlemen We can go straight to Father God you know Um A prayer Do a prayer you know Uh <clears throat> So to, but the question is uh do we change God's mind or do we change God's will um, One example In scripture that I want to give you is uh, When Jesus prayed in, in the Garden of Gethsemane You know And when he prayed in the Garden of Gethsemane Before the crucifixion Jesus said Father if you will Take this cup from me And then the very famous scripture Again yet not my will But yours be done That's uh, in Luke chapter 22 verse 42 Luke 22 verse 42 So basically Jesus uh, Jesus he was saying father You know what I, I really Don't want to do this I don't Want to do it but In my heart I know That you know what's best and I will do Whatever you say because Of who you are and how much you love me. So that's faith in a sense that's what he's saying. And when we go to God to ask him to change his will, a kind of exchange is taking place. God begins to change our will to align with his. Um, and I believe some things, saying that there's some things that we pray for, they are things that can't be changed, things that are supposed to happen no matter what no matter what happened. I was I was seeing, watching this movie, Um, it was some years ago, I'm trying to remember what it was, but it seemed like no matter, it was like a time traveler movie. They kept on going back in the past and trying to do all these things to change the outcome. And no matter what they did, no matter how hard they tried,
1: they always,
0: it always, the ending was always the same. No matter what they did in between or in the middle of all their actions that they tried to do to stop this certain thing from happening, the ending was always the same, and I believe there are certain foundation things in the earth that that are going to happen. And for example, um, I believe uh, this for example, the, the tree when Adam and Eve ate of the tree. I believe that was always going to happen. Now, maybe it wouldn't have been Adam, maybe it could have been one of his descendants that ate the tree, you know. But someone in mankind was going was going to eat it. <laughs> you know, and it was Adam. Um and the and the same thing with uh Jesus. Well we think I believe that was that was set up, uh, Mary was always gonna be his mother. Joseph was always gonna be or his sort of father sort um, the foundation And Jesus was always going to be Jesus That's something that, that was not going to change You know <laughs> The apostles they was going to be who who they were I was going to be who I was and, and the other people was going to be Who they are but then there are things Within our lives That we can actually Change through prayer Some things you can pray about no matter how hard We pray they're not going to change Like some people want to pray Maybe that the tribulation and all that stuff doesn't happen. Guess what? No matter how hard we pray, the tribulation, the great tribulation, and all that, the end times. Guess what? It's going to happen. <clears throat> but there are some things that uh, that will actually change because of uh, prayer. Um, one of the most famous examples is uh, in Second Kings. Chapter 20 um, That is 2nd Kings chapter 20 And I think I'm going to start In verse 1 But it Okay yeah verse 1 It says in those days Hezekiah he was a king Became ill And he was at the point of death And the prophet Isaiah son of Asma Went to him and said This is what the Lord says Put your house in order Because you are going to die And you will not recover Verse two, it says, Hezekiah turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Remember, Lord, how I have walked before you faithfully and with a wholehearted devotion, and have done what is good in your eyes. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Before Isaiah had left the middle, left the middle court, the word of the Lord came to him. Go back and tell Hezekiah, the ruler of with my people. This is with the Lord this is with the Lord, the God of your father, David says, I have heard your prayers and have seen your tears. I will heal you on the third day from now. You will go to the temple of the Lord, and I will add fifteen years to your life, and I will deliver you in this city from the hands from the hand of King Assyria. I will defend the city for my sake, and for the sake of my servant David. And Isaiah said, Prepare a poultry to the figs. And they did so and applied it to the boils, and he recovered. So um, here we go in a situation where um, we see that uh, at first it was like, basically, it was Hezekiah was given a death sentence. He said, Isaiah came in and said, You're going to die, you need to get your house in order. All this and that. And we see not much time transpired because as soon as, uh, as a guy heard this, it says he turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord and said he he wept bitterly and all this kind of stuff. And I, I've done this and that for you, Father, Father. And then it said before Isaiah could get to the middle court, you know, they had I guess they had the middle court, the outer court, and all the holies and all that kind of stuff. So I guess it, they might have been close to the temple, I guess, for them to mention that. But then God told him to go back in there and told him, hey, I'm going to give you 15 years back to your life. because, And it says that I have heard your prayer I've seen your tears, and I will heal you. So here we hear, have Father God, he hear, he's hearing a petition, um, tears, and all these types of things. And then it said on the third day, you're going to go to the temple of the Lord. And um basically you're going to be healed. And then he said he's going to have 15, 15 years. And he said, not only is he going to deliver Hezekiah, but he's going to deliver the entire city from the hand of the uh, king of Assyria. And he said, I'm going to defend the city for the sake of me and for the sake of my servant. So here we see Hezekiah prayer is not just only affecting him individually, he's giving him 15 more years, but it's also... Um, going to save the city, you know, and it wasn't just his prayers, but he said he's he's doing it for the uh, sake of his servant David too, because <laughs> he, uh, of course, you know, he was David, we was, you know him, the king, he was the man after uh, God's own heart, you know, so he remembered that too in the process of. Uh, I guess of course our father God he never forgives, but I guess when Hezekiah went to him to remind him about all these things he had done and how he served him wholeheartedly. I guess and the scripture doesn't really lose but Maybe Hezekiah was doing something that Father God did not or was not approving of in his life. And we so we see this prayer, um come from praying and weeping bitterly and watching God move and and change change the situation, change a circumstance, you know. Um, So saying all that, there there are situations, there are situations that prayer will not change and it's going to happen regardless. Um, Persecution, tribulation, trials, and all that kind of stuff. They're going to happen even blessings. There's some blessings that we just can't shake and get rid of, so those are going to happen too. But then there are things that... To, there can be change. They they can be changed. I believe a lot of times I've, like people people. Um, for example, in the book of Revelations, um, people are like, well, where's America in the Bible? Where's where's this country in the Bible? Where's that in the Bible? And and some countries are mentioned, some countries are not. Some countries aren't mentioned because they wasn't existing back then, or and all different type of reasons. But then I believe sometimes things aren't written. Because it's a choice to be made, and uh, I believe Father God, He knows what choice they're going to make. I guess either way, one or the other, and it's kind of sort of set in stone, but not set in stone. But He wants us as a people to pray that uh, that we would that we would escape the. Uh, hand of the enemy, the hand of the antichrist, all these, all these types of things that we might pray that we might escape, escape the destiny of uh, some people out there heard so many different prophecies about America are going to be destroyed in nuclear war, America going to be destroyed by the Russians, or that America is going to become um, isolated from the rest of the world and become a, a, a worldwide evangelism thing for the rest of the world on last final days, and i'm I'm not sure which one is true. I don't know what's gonna happen mate but I believe uh both of those are are great possibilities, and I believe what well, that's one of the reasons why we don't see it see where we we are particularly as a nation, because I believe there, there there's still some good here in uh, America um one scripture actually I have some more scripture, but one one specific scripture I wanted to mention was second. Chronicles seven fourteen, a very, very very popular scripture that people use for prayer. Um and this is what Hezekiah did and this is what God encourages us to do. It says, My people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sins and will heal their land. So here Here we have uh, Things that happened First we have the people Who are called By my name So right there specifically Our father God He he is expecting Or telling that there's going to be a certain group Um And a world who, Who he wants To pray And it's my people It's not the Muslims it's not um the Hinduist people, the Wiccans, and all those people that pray. And no, it's the people. It's His people. It's the people who are called by His name, and it's that's not based on some ethnicity or or race or geographical location. So it's those people with so the Lord Jesus in their heart, whether they're Caucasian, black, Arabs, um. Small, tall, um, smart or not smart, you know. And none, none of that right there. It doesn't matter, doctor, lawyer, janitor, he doesn't care. Just as long as it is, if my people who call by my name and then it says shall so humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and, and turn from their wicked ways. And we see, um... As the guy said, he turned, he turned his face to the wall, so he turned away from what he was doing. Like, he turned away from his wicked ways, and we, too, must turn away from things that we are doing. That's not like God. And I'm not saying that we're going to be perfect overnight, you know. But there are some things that we can immediately let go of and turn towards God and give them over to surrender towards God. And... We, we we want the need to do those things if we want him to hear us. If he wants him to hear us, because he says, "I I will hear, I will hear from heaven, and will forgive their sins and will heal their land." So we see that not only Hezekiah, he was he was healed, but we also see the the land of Israel was saved. So I believe we can pray in certain situations that um. You know, as someone is struggling with they might want to be committed suicide, I don't believe uh, that there's a will for someone to kill themselves, and I believe the prayer can change that situation. Or even if um, something like someone's trying to apply for a job, you know, I believe prayer will cause uh a... God's hard to move on certain people. I remember one time I had a friend who applied for a job, and he said the person who hired him, well, I guess it was many applications for the job, and he had been praying, and a few other people been praying, and the application, he said that the the, the uh, individual who hired him, the application actually fell to the ground. <laughs> You know that And then so it, The person picked it up And that's one of the reasons Like they called They calls it stood Out amongst those Amongst other, other uh, Candidates You know And he was able To get Get in there To the interview And get hired So I I do believe That there are, There are many Actually I believe There are way more Situations That we have Control of with prayer Than in situations That where things Um that we can't stop, no matter how we pray. Now the things that we can't stop, no matter how hard we pray, I believe that's when we're when God is trying to get us to to see things how He He sees it to come into His view, you know. But the things that we um, can change through prayer, He's also trying to get us to see it, how He sees it that, that He is a that He is a good Father, that he's is a provider, healer, deliverer, and and Savior, you know. But it's up. To us To ultimately take Take the steps to turn away from whatever we're doing If we already did that Then just to pray And and to keep keep on praying And keep on praying Just like uh, Daniel He prayed 21 straight days And guess what his prayer was already answered You know but things were going on In, in the spiritual realm Our Father God he did not Change his mind you know But I believe maybe something happened If he had stopped humbling himself And stopped praying Maybe something would have happened Where the angels would not have been able to make it Or they would have been delayed even longer You know So that's why it's important for us To pray and realize that Even though God is sovereign And some things happen They were always meant to happen Um, But then there, There are many 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 more things That we can Uh Change through prayer. I believe we can lead people lives to Christ through prayer. People who don't know the family members, loved ones, and all this kind of stuff. And even if you've been praying for years, don't don't stop. Do not stop praying. So um, that that's the um the gist the gist of it. What, what uh, how we're trying to get to this evening, as far as um the sovereignty of God and reasons to pray and reasons not to pray. And actually guess what? There's never really a reason not to pray. <laughs> you know, even though Jesus already knew that it was a will for him to go on the cross, guess what? He still did. He still prayed and he didn't pray for himself, but he also prayed for those who were coming after him. that's what we should do also. Um, I see a few there. Do you have anything
1: you want to say or add to it? Um, well, that was very well-rounded. It co- covers all the, you know, that is a question a lot of us end up with, especially when we're first starting to walk. Well, if it's all in God's hands, why do I have to become involved? It's because he created us for his pleasure and to to kind of work with him. And he always wants to do for us. So, yeah, it's one of those questions It's hard to answer. You know, I just, um, are we actually changing God's mind or are we getting in a line with his perfect will or, you know?
0: Yes. Yes, and then I believe some people, they... That's a whole lot of things I believe we don't know that happens in the um, spiritual realm when we pray. For example, a lot of people get frustrated when uh, they pray for someone and they don't the situation doesn't come out the way they want or they, the person doesn't get healed and then sometimes the person even dies or they get worse it seems like. But I believe there's a lot of things that's going on like in Daniel where things uh, that we can't not see and do not know um that uh that we're not aware of in the spiritual realm and even in the physical realm there's a lot of things that are going on especially for example with the cancer there's a lot of things that just that are around us um that, that kinda of causes that and as far as like things we eat and things that uh even technology and even some of the things that the medical world might say is good for us, you know, that we got to be aware that we're fighting against those things because we know that Well, I better not go down that road because (laughs) I don't want to say to be taken off. But uh, anyways, a whole lot of things goes physically and spiritually that we have to be aware of that we're not just, the angels are not just they're trying to help us but it's things in the background both in the flesh and and um, evil things in the spirit that we're, we're fighting against and trying to prevent good things from happening to us or blessings yeah.
1: and I just read an article today that cancer is the number one cause of death now
0: wow yeah it's I mean it's that that thing right there is really sad because it's um yeah just there's like things we can probably do like eat better, and I'm not saying nutrition is the only way to' but there's natural like remedies and and it's just more than that it's a combination of natural things you can do to try to help prevent that, and I'm not saying. And go get medical treatment, but a lot, a lot of things. It seems like it's just like a big business. Like the more people that get sick and the longer they get sick and keep them sick, that the more money they make, and they really not are not trying to do anything to help people get better, just inexpensive. Because a lot of times, even people who survive, they have all these. Large bills that they owe to these companies, and it's it's a big. I know. It, yeah, it's
1: yeah. It's a big, <laughs> a big. What do you call that? It's a big scam. I just yeah. the whole thing is a scam. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. But out uh, yep. Yeah. But getting back to the just the prayer part if if we can run we can we can change a lot of things if we uh if we just pray we can change a lot of things um to prayer. Um so I guess I'll I'll close this evening. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. Um uh, remember to keep our nation in prayer. The elections we just had yesterday, but then we have a bigger election coming up of course next year. But all the preparation and foundation is being prepared now so let's continue to pray for that not the president's election is very very important but don't forget about your um, your local local elections your local things that are going on locally from your school district to your local local um, jurisdictions and neighborhood districts um, townships and all those types of things don't forget to pray for Pray for those two because they're just as important, you know. So, I mean, the president is a very, very important position, but our, within our community, they're also important. We can't not forget them, you know. So, so, Father, we thank you for your goodness, grace, and mercy. We thank you for your salvation, Father. Help us, Father, Lord, as a people, Father, Lord. To to praying, Father, Lord. To go closer toward you, Father. To listen to, listen to you, Father, Lord. On how we should pray, Father Lord, um, and how we submit, how we should submit and surrender to You, Father. <clears throat> um, all all aspects of our life, Father. Um, some of us that we can drop it all at once, Father Lord, and some of us as we slowly surrender each and every day towards You, Father. We thank You for sending Jesus Christ, Your Son, and time on the cross for our sins, Father. We thank You for Your Holy Spirit which leads in God and direct us. And we thank you for your goodness, for being a very good father. Uh, we thank you and we ask for your blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Yes.
1: Yes. Well, well, thank you so- for having
0: me again this evening.
1: It's always a pleasure, Jameer. Always a pleasure You have a blessed evening And we want to say Father bless everyone And good night
0: Good night Bless everyone yes Good night